Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink. And I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody. And I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a picture of me every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We are live at Flowery Branch. And, Mike Bell, it feels like we were just here at the end of (laughs) the season talking to our former coach, Arthur Smith, and saying, hey, if we win and what happens, maybe in the offseason we'll be able to talk about some of the things. Well, we know what's changed. And we have a new head coach. We have new staff. And we're going to get a chance to talk to the coordinators today. And, Mike, as we start the show today, and uh, it's going to be a, a quick hour, guys, because Marquise Williams is going to join us, uh, Zach Robinson, our new offensive coordinator, and our new D.C., Jimmy Lake, here in this hour. So stay tuned. We'll hear from uh, all three of those guys. But Mike and I literally, um, we are uh, watching the Chiefs parade. And, and I just got to say this, man. We come in here, and every year, you know, mm. at least for the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years since we went to the Super Bowl, because we thought we'd get back pretty quickly. Yep. Mike, I want a parade. I, w- yeah. I want one of these, man. I, I'm watching the Chiefs do this again, and I'm jealous. I am jealous as hell right now watching I this. I mean, think of how you could have it wrap up down there with Centennial Olympic Park with yes. the skyline in the background, everybody going bananas. You know, the bus is going. Maybe, I don't know, if the, would the bus go all the way from Buckhead down to Midtown? Wherever we go, be bananas. I mean, there's nothing like the end of it. I mean, nothing brings the city together like obviously the Braves do and the Falcons do. But, yeah, man, uh, jelly watching the Chiefs doing their thing, and now this has become an old hat for these guys. It is. It really is. So we've got an eye on that. Just we wanted to see if anything crazy happened. 
happened or what's going on, but the Chiefs are celebrating a Super Bowl victory with their city today, with their fan base. And as always, it's a big show, and NFL Network is carrying it, so we were just checking that out. Braves are getting ready, obviously, for spring training, and it's here, guys. Pitchers and catchers reporting um, for the Braves, and, and we'll talk later in the show about this because we're football-centric here the first couple of hours being up here at Flowery Branch. But, Mike, it is World Series or bust. It's World Series or bust. We start the season. We start spring training. We know what the team looks like. We know what we have. The core is here. It's intact. You add it to the pitching staff. It's World Series or bust. There is no other, well, we need to win another division. Stop it. Oh, we need to get back to the NLDS. We got to get to the World Series. And that's where this is at. We spoke to uh, C.J. Nikowski, who's going to be part of the uh, Valley Sports Broadcast long time, left-hander in the big leagues, and uh, you'll see him along with our buddy uh, Brandon Godden, Godden doing the uh, doing the pre and uh, all the stuff with the Braves. And he was talking about the pitching staff were loaded. I mean, Chris Sale, now he thinks Chris Sale is going to have a huge bounce back here. He liked the way Chris Sale was pitching the second half. Yeah. The lineup, guys, one through nine, I mean, everything we've talked about, the additions in trades, the bullpen is stronger than it's ever been. I mean, you, you could argue that no only time will tell if we can compare it to the night shift, which was unbelievable in 2020. But yeah, it's look, it's beat the Phillies, number one. It's you've got to knock the Phillies out of the box or be able to be in a position where you, you know, look, some way, somehow they've got to get out of this best of five crap, which has just been killing us the last two seasons. But there's no doubt in my mind they're going to win this division again. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, the Mets uh, are still retooling. Right. There's nobody else. The Marlins are far, far away from it. I mean, like. Right. I agree. They'll be more competitive, but this is still between the Braves hey, and, and everybody else. And by the way, else. and even if you do, heaven forbid, you don't win the division, who cares? I mean, no. just get in there and kick some butt. I mean, we've, we've seen the team from the wild card go to the World Series and sometimes win from this division. I agree. Want to hear from you guys, and uh, we will get a chance to talk to our coordinators. This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit themancavestore.com. It's Dukes and Bell live at Flowery Branch, and we'll be up here tonight. We've got Hawks basketball, so we're done a little bit early tonight, 6.30, as the Hawks are in Charlotte, Mike, and then it is the All-Star break, and we'll see how things shake out, Mm. you know, as guys go get some rest and some R&R, and Trey will head to the All-Star weekend festivities and all the things that are going to be going on, but... Uh, tonight, you can't be sleeping. You, you need another win on the road tonight. Right. Now, the question is, what are we going to get? Because uh, this is a team, that they're like the seventh worst defensive team. We are the worst defensive team mm. in the league as far as total points allowed. Uh, Charlotte, for whatever reason, has given us trouble. Uh, we are a six-and-a-half point uh, fave in this one. And the over-under, I mean, I think they're expecting a lot of points in this one, Carl. Uh, it's at 241-and-a-half. So, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so they're expecting uh, at least the 120s. So we'll talk more about that and maybe give you some handicap advice. Because two things. Either guys are going to play with some intensity or guys are going to be thinking about their vacation. That's right. And and if they're thinking about their vacation, they're probably going to take an L, and yeah. they'll probably uh, – the over will be the play. Correct, because no, one, no one's going to be defending. No, no. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, it, it's interesting. We had that great conversation yesterday with you guys. and Listen, some of you agreed. Some of you disagreed. Some of you felt like this was exactly what needed to be said to the city. As our guest, our NBA insider, came on yesterday from Odyssey and said, listen, uh, I don't think this team can win with Trey Young. And, and a lot of you said, wait a minute, hold on. Are you watching Trey Young? Mm-hmm. But a lot of you also said, I agree with his opinion. And, Mike, we chopped it up for, for four hours yesterday debating whether or not this team needs to retool or blow it up. I just don't want to go through that again, man. Yeah, man, we're talking to our buddy Zach Klein from Channel 2 today because there are a lot of the media's up here, so the guy's going to speak to the uh, to 
the local media as well before we get the exclusive interviews. Sure. And we were talking about it. And I said, look, and we were, both, we were both joking around about the cap and how confusing the cap is. And, and, you know, and I said, I've tried. It's like homework trying to read up on this. And I said, the only way I see us getting out of it, and Zach kind of agreed, was is you got to spend. You're going to package some of your best players. That would I don't want to lose a guy like Jalen Johnson, but, you know, maybe Okongo would have to go. But certainly you, you, you think DeJounte is probably going to be a guy that would get you something. You just weren't going to give him away at the trade deadline. But you're going to have to spend some money in the luxury tax for this team to do anything other than be right where we're stuck at, which yeah. is the play-in. Well, uh, listen, I hope things get better and this team starts to connect a little bit more. They have a chance to finish the at least the first half tonight against Charlotte. Mm. We'll talk more about it along the way. When we come back, Marquise Williams, special teams coordinator for our Falcons. He was retained. We'll right. talk to him about how to improve our special teams and the plan this offseason coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're flat. Live at Flowery Branch. Uh, we're going to get a chance to talk to the coordinators coming up. Um, in no particular order, guys. I mean, again, we're just grabbing these guys and get the chance to get a sense of who they are and, more importantly, introducing them to you and the fan base and seeing what their plan is and, you know, how they view things because that's a big part of how they will approach this offseason, Mike. Speaking of the offseason, there's a, a lot of rumors out there about guys that may or may not be available. What did you, what did you just tell me? I was just looking at, uh, again, there's a lot of rumors out there, so I, I don't know how much you know about JPA football, but uh, <laughs> hold on, let's see how many followers they have. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, let's see, these guys have uh, 266,000 followers. So, right. so a lot of people believe whatever they're selling. Uh, the Cowboys, Falcons, and Raiders quote, teams to watch, and quote, for Legereus Sneed. Oh. If the Chiefs are unable to re-sign him this offseason. That's from our buddy Tony Pauline that we have on the show. For sure. Uh, Chiefs could uh, tag Sneed for $19 million. Uh, they believe uh, with the Falcons it would come out to around 16.3. That would be a manageable number. 16.3 per year on a, on a multi-year deal for a dude that's uh, pretty darn good. Um, if you were, I guess, maybe uh, not willing to move on beyond the final year of H.A. Terrell, where his option picks up this year, where he's going to make $12 million and hope that he goes and elevates his game. I thought it's weird. H.A. Terrell, as he's gotten more experience, I think the game has kind of gone sideways. I don't know. Was it because there was just that we had such poor caliber corners two years ago, they would never go his way, and now that we've upgraded a little bit at cornerback, he's being challenged more? And, and I don't know. How do you quantify it? Um, here's the thing that I thought would happen that hasn't happened, and I'm curious to talk to Jimmy Lake about this. When we talk about the secondary um, this year, right, we all know what Jesse Bates did and, and the interceptions, and, you know, he's a uh, pro bowler and all pro. Mike, no interceptions from our cornerback positions. Zero. Yeah, that's a problem. So we had eight total, which is not a lot, okay, when you start talking about the big scheme of things, that should be double digits. And Jesse Bates was the one-man wrecking crew. But that was it. You didn't get any interceptions from your corners. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know from Jimmy uh, how he views that and, more importantly, you know what he plans on doing about it because he has been very aggressive and he is a developer of corners. He's got a great reputation in that area uh, as our new D.C. So to answer your question about A.J. Terrell, mm-hmm. I- I'm not sure. I- I've said this to you. How we view him and how they may view him here in the building, and now, especially with a new set of eyes coming in, um, this gets very interesting because any commitment that you might have thought the last regime had towards any particular player is out of the window. And I only say that because even if Terry Fontenot was here and you go, well, yeah, Fontenot was here, doesn't matter. New head coach comes in, new DC Mm -hmm. comes in and says, we've watched tons of tape, we're not impressed, or we are and we think we can make him better. One or the other. But the decisions, I think, are going to be interesting to see this offseason as we start to see cuts, how they shape the cap, 
and guys like this, whether you invest in him, Mike, long-term, or you right. say, eh, we, we, he's going to ride with this one more season, but we're looking to upgrade. We'll like, see. And Jeff Okuda, I thought, you know, started off pretty well, and I thought he kind of plateaued. Yeah. And then, you know, we love Clark Phillips, but then you saw Clark Phillips' liability with his size. You know, even though we love his energy, and remember preseason, we're all raving about the guy. But that's the one thing is, you know, he just he, he he's he's an athletic guy, but he just doesn't have the crazy hops like a smaller guy, Brent Grimes, had years ago here. I think part of but it, I like him. I do too. Yeah. I like I like Phillips too. The, the the part about Clark Phillips is he didn't give him any touchdowns until the last game, and it was two, and it was like a free for all, and it looked <laughs> yeah. bad because yes. it was the last game yes. of the season. Right. Clark Phillips was really good all year long. Right. And so you get to that last game, and then you see how those touchdowns played out. I, I think maybe it could skew your view. I do know this, Mike. Jimmy Lake is very familiar with him. Clark Phillips went to Utah. Jimmy Lake was at Washington. He recruited him. Right. He wanted him to come to Washington. So I, I don't know if he already has a sense of what Clark Phillips is or is his development. But mm-hmm. we're going to find out, man, as he's going to join us as well here on the show. It is it, it, The DBs is we've got to get better in the secondary. Right. And I'm just not talking about safeties. I've said this. Our safeties I feel really good about. Secondary, I'm talking about corners. If you're going to play the kind of defense that I think he, they want to play, and I'm talking about Raheem Morris, mm-hmm. it, you've got to upgrade your corners. And I think that is an area, Mike, it would not surprise me when we start talking about the draft that we draft a, a corner. Everybody's right. talking about a quarterback. If we do quarterback free agent-wise, uh, right. I would not be surprised if we go with, you know, uh, a, a corner at, at number eight if we were to stay there. Correct. And I know that that may entail we went the free agent route to maybe beef up the pass rush, but those are expensive pieces, they too. Are. Those guys that are out there, and we, we mentioned that Hassan Reddick said, no, no I don't want to get traded. I want to do a deal in Philly. Now, maybe they won't be able to. They, they're, they're starting to come to a, a reckoning with their cap up in Philly, by the way. But this is, uh, you know, Danell Hunter. I, it's hard to see how Minnesota would let him go. A lot of people are saying, is Minnesota going to rebuild? Or, I mean, because Justin Jefferson is going to reset the market at wide receiver. Yes, he is. But then who's going to throw it to him? The kid from BYU that we knocked out of the game? Or are you going to bring Kirk Cousins back? And he's looking for buku bucks. Well, it's funny because Justin Jefferson's acting like it doesn't matter who throws him the ball. And I, and I just careful. Like, careful yeah. what you say yeah. because he's acting like, you know, I'm going to get my money here and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I'm still going to be a 1,000-yard receiver. I get it. He's really talented, but it still matters who the delivery system is, and all you have to do is look at our situation over the last couple of years here. I do know that uh, you know Justin Jefferson it reminds you a little bit of the your Roddy White was a thousand yard receiver when Mike Vick was in the Huskow, and you had guys like uh, Joey Harrington, and uh, you had uh, at the end it was uh, Byron Leftwich throwing him the football. But yeah, he was a thousand yard receiver, just five touchdowns though for Double J. Yeah. Um, as one of our listeners says, Randy Lewis zero turnovers from AJ Terrell. That's concerning. That that's that's that is right. why are you not necessarily the ball hawk that you maybe thought he was going to be? So it's something we'll definitely talk about. Right. As uh, we get our first coordinator in here, Marquise Williams is sitting down and about to join us here on Sports Radio 929 right the game. I got to ask the stupid get the stupid question out of the way. What's the first? stupid question? Why can't guys who catch catch punts catch like the kickoff? I know the ball spins differently. Why is this like a great mystery? You know, I sh- one, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate <laughs> no, it. That's a stupid you. question. Let me get the dumb it's question not out of the way. It's a stupid question. I'm going to use this uh, water bottle right here. Yeah, get on it. Okay, so kickoff, the ball travels like this. Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier to catch okay. when it comes. Depending on what type of punter you're going right. against, if I'm a right-footed punter, the ball's going to spin right. So okay. it has this spin. Tail it away a little bit. To, yeah, so now it's going to drift to your left shoulder. Okay. If it's a left footed punter, it's going to drift to your right shoulder. And there's different types. They can hit the ball at you like this, okay. like this. They can spin. They can show one way, punt the other way. So there's a lot of different variables. And then the last part of it, when you catch a kickoff, if 
by the time you catch it, it's like the first defender's like 25, 30 yards away from mm. you, depending on the hang time. Right. A punt, you don't know where that defender's going to be. So you want to catch it in a square position. You got to catch it high so we can get your eyes to where the nearest defender is. Do I have to fair catch it? Do I not have to fair catch it? So there's a big part of it where you have to make a lot of decision making. Marquise, we just saw this in the Super Bowl, didn't we? With Ray Ray McLeod. Yes. Right. Get away from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, this, the, the, what, what happened though is the if you pay attention, I actually went to the game and oh, wow. the, the the guy that was blocking for Ray Ray McLeod it touched his leg, so okay. his teammate touched the ball, so now it's a fumble. He's, That's try- why, he's trying to get it. He's trying to get it because the ball's live now. Right. If you punt the ball to another team, if the ball doesn't get touched, the ball's dead. But I remember the only thing I ever did in high school football was a long snapper. And someone's supposed to yell a code word for everyone Peter, to get away. Peter, poison, right. people right. have different names that they want to use for pineapples, whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah. I'm just making up stuff. But you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, some teams use poison, they use Peter because those right. guys are blocking. So if I'm blocking you, I have no idea where the ball's at. Right. So if you, as soon as you use that term, that, that name, I'm going to sprint to the sideline, get as far as I can from the football. It is uh, Marquise Williams with us, guys, live in studio here in our 92.9 The Game Ticketmaster Studios here at the branch. We were talking last year that, obviously, when, when Avery Williams goes down and blows out his ACL, that just that just puts you behind the eight ball. Was it a, a matter of inexperience with the guys? It, I sit literally at the 10-yard line up in the stands, and uh-huh. it just seemed like it was that the dreaded, do I catch it, do I not? And it just seemed like field position. We just got pinned down inside the shadow of the goalpost well, a lot. If- when you talk about fit. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Position is correlated, too, to offense and defense. It's not just special teams. So let's say on defense, we're on defense, and the team drives to the 50-yard line. Now we get a stop, and now they got to punt it we're not going to be able to get a return. So if they hit a good punt and that ball's a little bit past, or you use a 10-yard line, 8-yard line for rule for your returner, they get out the way. And if it bounces and it lands on the 5, the returner comes to the sideline, I'm like, hey, that was a good punt. That was right. when it comes to those situations. Now, there was one situation versus Tennessee where we had a returner did catch the ball like at the 2- or 3-yard line, and if he just got vertical with the football, he gets the ball past the 20, but he tried to run lateral. 
Right. Oh, we were there. Oh, yeah. we, yeah. we, that happened right in front of us too. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a bad juju on yeah. this. Sorry, yeah. but <laughs> you know what? Yeah. But those things, those things happen. Uh, you know, I love Mike Hughes. He he's going to have a fabulous career. He did a great job for us as a nickel and as a coverage player. But sometimes you learn from reps and, and experience that formulates your why. You so, right. Sometimes you need to learn the hard way. It's no different in parenting. When you parent and you tell somebody, "Hey, don't jump off the couch. You might hurt your shoulder. You might hurt your." Then sometimes they got to learn the hard way. Yeah, then you at the hospital. Yeah, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you don't want that to happen. And you never want that to happen for our players. I, every time our players go out there to go play this game, if there's a minus on the play, the first thing I do is I look at myself because I'm always going to hold myself accountable first and make sure that I put our players in the best position possible. But when you talk about field position, um, yes, we didn't have Avery Williams last year. Hmm. And D. Alford started the season as our returner. But his volume on defense – he was playing a lot, so he was getting gas. So we went to Mike Hughes, and we weren't getting a lot of return opportunities. If a team is lined up in fourth and one, you probably can't call a return because if you do, they're going to run a fake outside on you. So you got to play it safe. So now you might get a fair catch. You don't get the return yards. D. Alford, once we got to the bye week, he did a, a great job. If you look at once we played the Saints after the bye and we put him back there as a returner, he made great decisions. He got vertical with the football. And then the first, the number one thing that we look at in the return game, does our offense have the ball next play? And you could say that for our team. Every single time we went on punt return, kick return, our offense had the ball the next play. So now, and in the last part of it, it's just not Avery Williams back there as a returner. There's 10 other guys that are playmakers. So you can't, we can't just put it, I will never just put it all solely on the returner. If we get big returns, it's not just because of the returner. It's that we rushed upon to force a bad kick like we did versus Tampa Bay, and uh, D. Alfred got a 25-yard return. Right. We forced the bad kick because Hodge and those guys, they rushed the punter. He hit a 3-3-7 hang time punt. I was just watching it for 37 yards. Kata got vertical, and we made it out of 24-yard return. So all those things are correlated. Right. The rush, how we hold up, how we block the gunners, and the decision-making by the returner. Marquis, in this in this day and age of the NFL, we had one of the greatest returners ever in Devin Hester here. Yes, sir. Okay? And you could, used to, go get a guy that just did that. And now we see, to your point, about, hey, guys do multiple things. They play DB. They do this. They're yes, wide sir. receiver. So how do we upgrade from the standpoint of getting a better return game when you can't necessarily have just a roster spot for a guy like that that you can just go get and you know what you're getting with Devin Hester mm-hmm. and you're looking at the roster and saying, hey, we need a guy that, that can give us great returns. How do we go about that? Well, it's all about formulating a plan. Okay, what's our need? What are we looking for in a returner? And if there's a guy that's on the roster that's just a returner, he, he better be the most dynamic returner. <laughs> you know, yeah. I interned with the Chicago Bears. Funny story. In 2010, right. I, and, uh, I interned with the Chicago Bears. At that time, Devin Hester was just doing returns. Because before, when he's a rookie, he was playing DB. And then he transitioned to receiver. When I got there in 2010, and we're in there training camp, it was, my, it was Robbie Gold, uh, Adam Polish, uh, Pat Manley, Devin Hester. We're all in the specials room. He met with the special teams coach. So – that was rare, but it was Devin Hester. Right. So you try to maximize your roster. Avery Williams, first rookie year, played defensive back. Yeah. Uh, 2022, played running back. And then he, he moved to offense. No different than I coached Jamal Agnew with the Detroit Lions, who now plays for Jacksonville. And he had a, a the coverage game is bonus from them. So if you have a dynamic guy like a Jamal Agnew, a Devin Hester, um, Cordell Patterson, whatever right. you get from them, offense, defense is bonus. But they better be great at making the great right decisions for our team and getting vertical with the football and coming alive with the football. And, you know, we're excited to get Avery back. Right. And he'll do a great job.
It is team's coach, Marquise Williams, with us guys here on Dukes of Bell. I know we've got to wrap up, but uh, you just mentioned Cordero Patterson. Last kickoff return we had is with CP. Yeah. Uh, do you lobby for him? Like, hey, you know, I mean, if the bunnies are in, can we get those guys to stick around? If anybody that can help us on special teams mm. and create explosive plays, those are guys that we want here, whether it's explosive plays as a coverage guy or a returner. Um, when it comes to that, you know, we're early in the process with formulating our staff and doing that stuff, but as we get down that road, we're excited for all of our guys on our roster. How do you feel about Koo and, uh, and Pinion? Those guys are awesome. You know, Pinion had a record year. He had a PR when it came to gross and net punting. Um, he really stepped up this year. When you talk about our coverage and our personnel, Koo and Pinion, those guys stepped up, and they continue to get better. And hopefully those guys can continue to play for a long time. And then that last guy, the third guy is Liam McCullough, you know, our True. snapper. True. You know, he was a rookie his first year, second year. If you don't notice him, that means he's playing well. Yeah. It's an art form, Carl. And <laughs> hey, by the way, when, when Koo is struggling, how do you, do you just let him do work it through when he's missing stuff? Or you know, just... he's, he's so accurate right. that when he misses a kick, it's like the, people think it's the end of the world, which he's still one of the most accurate kickers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hands went up. <laughs> yeah, he's one, still one of the most accurate kickers yeah. in the NFL. Right. But it's, he's a process-driven person just like ourselves and everybody in our room. So if he misses a kick, which if you play long enough, you're going to miss some kicks. Um, it's, it's all about your process. Even when he makes kicks, he had the game where he's five for five versus the Colts and mm-hmm. hit like two or three PATs, special teams player of the week. To us, that wasn't his best game. Yes, the ball went through the upright seven times, but it's all about the contact and his process. So he's process-driven. We don't get fixated on the results because we know those results will come. And you can see in his career, he's been – he's in the last three seasons, he's hit nine game-winning field goals. Marquise Williams here. Uh, he's back as our special teams coordinator. We appreciate you stopping by. We look forward to, to chopping it up with you, man, right. off-season and beyond uh, as things continue to change and turn over here and we continue to hopefully get better. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I look forward to further conversations. Appreciate Absol- you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We had all those questions. Thanks for answering them, man. No problem. He talked about the ball turning over, and I think a lot of fans, right. we don't we don't think about those things and how the ball's coming at you. We're coming back. we got more coordinators to talk to. Jimmy Lake, Zach Robinson. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. We're live at Flower Branch, guys. We're talking to the coordinators today. Jimmy Lake is here. He is our new defensive coordinator. And first and foremost, Jimmy, thank you and welcome to the ATL. Uh, I know you just spoke to the media and you were saying some things. Mike, we're just, we were sitting here talking because we were watching a little yeah. bit, listening. Uh, so we're going to be a base 3-4, right? Is that what I heard you say? That's correct. All right. Mm-hmm. And because uh, people are asking us this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, when you, we got hired, like, <laughs> yeah. Dukes and Bell, what we running? <laughs> are we going to be 3-4 with 4-3 tendencies? No, we're going to be a 3-4. I'm yeah. like, you know, so, yeah. so that's good to know. Uh, t- but tell us about, you know, coming here and uh, taking this position because you and, and Coach Raheem Morris obviously work together. Talk about that relationship and, and making the decision to come here and be the D.C. Yeah, no, well, it was a, an easy decision. Uh, Raheem Morris is one of one. Uh, I've never met anybody like him. Uh, you know, the vibe that he brings, the energy that he brings, uh, the man that he is. And then you get to the football side, the knowledge that he brings and his leadership. Uh, it was an easy slam dunk uh, to take this job. Uh, and then personally, you know, this has been a dream of mine uh, since I started coaching since 1999 was to be a, a defensive coordinator in the National Football League. Um, it's It's been a journey. It's been long. Uh, <laughs> but I've been preparing for this for a while, and um, I, I'm excited to get rolling. And your relationship with Coach Rock goes back to your time in Tampa. You guys were both up for the same gig. I know you were talking about that earlier with me. You can tell our audience That's right. That. Yeah, no, so uh, so I got hired in Tampa Bay in 2006. Actually, we went in, and Raheem left that year. Uh, the reason the job opened up, I replaced him. He went to go be the defensive coordinator for Kansas State. 
that same year was when Mike Tomlin left the Tampa Bay Bucks to go to be the D coordinator for Minnesota Vikings. And so I come in. Um, 2006 in Tampa, we didn't have a very good year. Um, our lead DB coach was fired. Raheem was like, hey, I'm, I'm done with this college game. Let, let, me, let, me, back, let me come back to the NFL. <laughs> and, uh, and so he gets, uh, he gets rehired uh, in, in Tampa. You know, I was under the assumption that I was possibly going to be able to get that you know, lead DB job. And, you know, right. of course, you know, the competitor in me, I, w- I wanted to take over. But uh, so the first day I meet Raheem, I didn't know for Raheem from anybody. He comes into my office. He gets hired. I'm still the assistant DB coach. He says, hey, I'm Raheem Morris. Nice to meet you, Jimmy. I know you wanted this job, but guess what? Let's go do this thing together. And, uh, you know, from that day forward, he, he showed me the ropes of how him and Mike Tomlin ran that room since they won the Super Bowl back in 2002, uh, had the, one of the best secondaries in, in football. And um, I, I can't say enough uh, of how Raheem handled that situation and the knowledge that I learned uh, from him during that time. Jimmy, you bring a great reputation of developing DBs. I'm not over-exaggerating this. I talk to people around the league, like, he's great. As a matter of fact, speaking of the Chiefs, Trent Duffy, My right? guy, Trent. Uh, Trent Duffy's one of your guys, yep. all right? And Trent, Trent Duffy, for those of you who don't know and don't watch the Chiefs all the time, he's a stud. He's a star. First-team All-Pro. So right. you had him in college, obviously. Um, talk about your philosophy. And we've been, we were talking about our DB situation before you came in. Yep. Um, and, and going about developing and getting guys better. we got a couple of guys we think are really good, some guys that are here. I don't know how much you've watched already, but yep. tell us what you think about that part of your job. Yeah, no, it's uh, – well, and first of all, the Kansas City Chiefs also have another one of my DBs, Keith Taylor. Uh, you coach on, Keith, who, too? Who's on, who's on practice squad. That's another one of my guys. Okay. So, so two, guys, two of my guys, very proud. They've won Super Bowls. Um, I'm very proud of those guys. So, first of all, I'll back up and say this. We have a tremendous uh, defensive back coach that I have so much respect for. Uh, that's here right now in Jerry Gray, uh, who's done a phenomenal job with DBs his whole career at this level. And when I turned on the tape, when I was first hired, I turned on the tape to watch the defense, and you saw a well-coached secondary, extremely well-coached. I text Raheem right away. I was like, whoa, these guys are coached up now. And uh, and then when we uh, interviewed Jerry, you, you could tell right away uh, the knowledge that he has. And, and we knew that. He's a, he's a legendary coach in this league right. and, and has done so much. And so we have a, uh, you know, we have a tremendous amount of respect and trust uh, in, in Jerry coaching our defensive backs. We were talking with Jimmy Lake, guys. He's the Falcons, D.C., as we're live here inside the Ticketmaster Studios at uh, Flowery Branch. Talk about the linebacker core. Uh, last year we had some injuries. Uh, we've got some guys. Certainly they're athletic, but you know, are you seeing what you're looking for as far as the athleticism? Caden Ellis, Nate Landman came in, did a really nice job. Obviously when Troy Anderson Great. went down. But yep. Troy, we, we still haven't seen him reach full potential because this was the year we thought he was going to pop. Unfortunately, got injured. Right. No, I mean, you really said it right there. There's three guys that uh, you can be really multiple with. Um, a couple guys you can put up on the line of scrimmage and you know blitz off the edge blitz in the interior you got guys that can cover guys with length and guys with speed um i'm really excited about that group and uh, get these guys healthy um what i really loved about last year's film is they played fast and you could tell they played extinctive and we're never going to take that away uh you know one of the trademarks of the defenses that i've coached in our guys are always going to play fast free and physical uh we're, we're going to look complicated to our, our opponents uh, but our guy's going to feel like the system's simple, and uh, we'll make sure that remains the same. Jimmy, talk about, uh, you know, you, you guys hit in, in L.A. with a couple of rookies, right? Kobe Turner, Brian Young, these guys are studs. My point is you're not afraid to play rookies, you guys, and, and they got after it. We may be in a position where we have – 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply a similar situation here where we may have to draft a couple of guys and hopefully, you know, they're able to, to fill the void. Talk about your blitzing philosophy and, and how you approach those guys up front. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, believe me, we, we will play anybody that's going to play fast, free, and physical now, whether you're a rookie or, or, you're, or you're a 12th-year vet, 15-year vet. Um, if you can go, you can go. And so it doesn't matter if it's your first year or your 10th. And so I'm an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> Can you play? Yeah, can, can you play? Can, can, you, play? can you make plays? <laughs> right. All right. I, you know, on the way to the quarterback, the quarterback's going to go, hey, are you a rookie or are you a 10-year vet? Right? Right. And he's going to go make a play and he's going to go celebrate. And so we're going to play the best players. And um, it's going to be fun to add some pieces to the pieces that we already have. We do have some tremendous pieces. And um, I can't remember the second part of your question. Well, I, I was just talking about your floppy as far as blitzing. Oh, blitzing. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah so – we have to put pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but pressure also doesn't have to be during a pass play either. It can also be during a run play. And so if you can if you can pressure, which we will, uh, in run plays and peel off blocks, peel off combinations, uh, so those guys can't double-team our guys up front, that's always going to create a, a nice void uh, right. in the middle of the defense. And so you'll definitely uh, see some blitzes. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, without sharing all the secrets, uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm excited for you guys to see uh, what we do this fall. Jimmy Lake's with us, guys. He's the uh, D.C. of your Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we picked up a guy, Zach Harrison, last year in the draft. Monster looks like I mean, looks the part. Uh, we got Arnold Ebicady. Can you can guys develop into that pass rusher, or is or like or like Grady Jarrett? You just come out as a fifth rounder and you just be able to do it? No, guys can definitely develop into that pass pass rusher. Uh, you know, I'll tell a quick story. When we were in Tampa, uh, we picked off Michael Bennett from a pr- practice squad of Seattle Seahawks, and nobody knew who this guy was. And uh, now all of a sudden, he was the you know one of the the best pass rushers in the league. So. Guys can definitely develop, and uh, you know that's on you know our, our obviously as, as coaching staff, our scouting department is p- picking those guys that have the traits, but also have the above the neck ability to to take the coaching and take that next step in their game. 
Coach, uh, before we let you go, one of the things we were talking about is increasing our interceptions. We had eight, eight picks. It's not a lot. And I, none from the corners, right? None from the corners. Right. Um, Jesse Bates took them all. He did. <laughs> he, he did. Yes, he, did. He, he was like, I'll take that. So we were just talking about this before we let you go. And we could talk yep. all day because I'm enjoying talking with Jimmy right. Lake, our new uh, defensive coordinator, excited to see what he's going to do. How do we improve that? How, how do we – because we want ball hawks, right? We right, want guys that make those plays. How do we improve that number and get more turnovers from those positions, specifically the cornerback position? No doubt. Well, you know, I'll say this first, and this is going to sound like the boring answer, but it's true, okay? To create the opportunity to get to that point, you first got to stop the run, okay? Once we're able to stop the run and force offenses into passing situations, that's when we can pin our ears back and go. We harass the quarterback, cause him to make bad decisions, and that's when whether it's a corner, nickel, linebacker, safety, whoever's intercepting, D lineman on a tip pick, that's when we'll create those opportunities to get more turnovers. Um, but it all it always starts with stop of the run first. It's so easy for the quarterback to get the ball, turn around, and hand the ball off. It's a lot harder for a quarterback to drop back and throw that thing down the field. And so once we're able to do that, which we will, uh, we'll create those opportunities. Jimmy, thank you. I know we go, we're trying to get everybody in here. I'm like, my producer's like, Zach's coming up. I'm like, I'm talking to Jimmy Lake right now. I'm trying to get a feel for what's going on. We got guys in this. Tell Coach to blitz every down. No, the down line going to do some work, guys. We'll figure this out. But, man, we welcome. Right thank you so we much. We appreciate seeing you and hanging out, and uh, we're going to look forward to our conversations awesome. as we move through the offseason and into the season. Thanks a lot, guys. Jimmy, welcome to the you. A. Thank you. you that is Jimmy Lake, our new D.C. coming up. Zach Robinson is probably going to talk about how he's going to attack yeah. the, Jimmy's defense here. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll get into that with him coming right. up here on Sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.